coming up on today's episode of Sports Talk from the Crib. We're going to give the NBA some love. Yes, some more love versus episodes all about the NBA and playoffs. Playoffs? New York Knicks are on a roll, one of eight of the last ten, and we're talking playoffs. They're sitting in the fifth seed. Playoffs? Yes, baby. Let's get it going. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Sports Talk from the Crib. I'm your host, Tanner Christian. Today's episode is going to be strictly NBA. Taking a little break from the NFL. The draft next week is what we're going to go. Both episodes, NFL, because we know we got the draft coming. So you know those two episodes dedicated next week. May even do a draft special. Haven't decided yet, but for today... It's all about the NBA. We're going to discuss various topics surrounding the NBA game as of today. And one of the biggest stories, again, coming out of Brooklyn, the damn Nets. They can't stay healthy. More injury news coming. James Harden is now out indefinitely after having a setback and working in practice to get back into the game. No, preparing for a return. It looked like it was a day-to-day, but got set back in the hamstrings. Now he is out indefinitely. Kevin Durant still out with a thigh contusion. His doesn't seem as serious. So they're listing him as day-to-day as of right now. This Brooklyn team hasn't been together for the majority of this season. They're first together. First, it was Kyrie out for personal reasons, always taking a break. And Kevin Durant coming back from the, of course, sitting out all last year because of his Achilles. Then he gets a thigh contusion, gets a little ankle sprain here and there. Now James Harden and his hamstring. What is next? Is it starting to take its toll on the Nets? They're everybody's pick to come out of the East. or everybody's pick to possibly... Win the championship against the Lakers. Those are two teams, despite their injuries, they're both not looking too good. LeBron and AD both out in the West for the Lakers. And now in Brooklyn, James Harden and Kevin Durant, they don't get back healthy. This team has no shot in the Eastern Conference. Kyrie's not going to be able to do it by himself. They need Kevin Durant to go get the championship. He's the most important player they need in a stretch run. James Harden, they're going to need him for his offense in the playoffs. So hopefully he can get back healthy. They only got about 14 games left in the NBA season. Will these injuries cost Brooklyn? Is it just even meant to be at this point? That's the question now. Is it even meant for them to be come out as winners this year, you know? With that talent on that roster, there's no excuses. Don't put it down there saying if you fail to win a championship, it uh, doesn't mean it's unsuccessful. 
Because you guys are the three-headed monsters, Kyrie, James Harden, and Kevin Durant. Who the heck is going to stop that if you guys are healthy? If you are healthy and you don't win the East, oh my goodness. If you're healthy and don't win the championship, it's a failure. If you all are healthy in the playoffs and you lose a seven-game series, it's a huge Huge failure. And I'm beginning to wonder at this point that this is not meant to happen this year. The Sixers and Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons look awesome. We got the surprise Atlanta Hawks and the New York Knicks in the East. They're going to be a little tough outs. Tougher outs than people may think. The Heat have been struggling. The Bucks are, of course, there with Giannis. Can the East become a little more wide open with all these injuries for the Nets? But this, I mean, they lost LaMarcus Aldridge also. He's, he retired because of a regular heartbeat. It just seems like everything is just happening to this team. I can understand him retiring because anytime that happens, it's very, very scary. So I can see why LaMarcus Aldridge had to step away. He only played a few games for him. He was going to be the starting center again in the most minutes. Now that's taken away. It's going to have to go back to DeAndre Jordan. And Blake Griffin's going to have to play more minutes now too. So we'll see what happens come playoff time. And if these injuries plague the Nets from guarding what everybody wants. That ring. That championship in Brooklyn. So now speaking of a team that is surprising people in the East. I just mentioned the New York Knicks. New York Knicks basketball hasn't been good in over 20 years. It hasn't been good since the 90s. We had John Starks, Patrick Ewing, Charles Oakley, and the gang. Remember those guys? Chris Childs, Chris, uh, Charlie Ward. <laughs> These guys, we remember Marcus Camby was part of the, that too, those heat rivalries. Kurt Thomas. Like, remember this Knicks team? Those are the names that come up, right? Do anybody Knicks come up in the last 20 years besides Melo? We got Melo and Amari Stoudemire. The duo never worked out. It was a failure. But look, the New York Knicks are making noise. Julius Randle's playing out of his mind this year. RJ Barrett's coming along. The acquisition of Derrick Rose at a trade, you know, earlier a few months ago, like, that was huge. It's really helped him coming off the bench. has been perfect for the New York Knicks. And Thibodeau, the old school guy, brings his, bringing his talent to New York. People want to play there now. Zion recently expressed his interest, like, yo, I love playing in the Garden. If I don't play in New Orleans, I want to play in New York. So people are starting to talk about New York Knicks basketball again. And that's the first. It's great for the NBA. James Dolan, the owner, isn't in the news making kicking somebody out of the arena again. <laughs> it's probably coming maybe soon. When all the old time guys try to come in the stadium when the Knicks make the playoffs. Why don't they be allowed in? James Dolan better not pull any shenanigans with that. But anyways, like this team. Seven game winning streak. 
They're fifth in the East with thir- at 32 and 27. There's a half game back of the Hawks, who are fourth in the East, and that makes it a huge game tonight and a huge matchup between them. Could really differ of one of these teams hanging on in that four, five, six range, so they don't have to play the play-in game. And this could be huge for the seed. We may this may be a first-round matchup in the Eastern Conference with Atlanta and the New York Knicks. Like I said Coach Tibbs doing great. He brought in his veterans, former guys from Chicago that he coached for. He tried to do the same thing in Minnesota. You know, talking about Derrick Rose and Taz Gibson. You know, those type of guys. And Julius Randle, first time All Star this year. First time a Nick. Has been an all-star in a while, too. And um, it's he's playing great. I mentioned my MVP, you know, yes, uh, in the previous episode where I was like, you know, we got Dame Miller, Luka Doncic, Joel Embiid, Nikolai Jokic. Like, Julius Randle got an argument. Julius Randle definitely has the argument. 23.6 points per game on the year, 10.5 rebounds, 6.1 assists. He's playing great basketball. He's getting triple doubles out here. Remember, he was a former Laker. Julius Randle is out here balling for the New York Knicks. And it's look great. RJ Barrett's averaging 17 and a half a game. He looks great. They got Emmanuel Quickly off the bench. He's looking young and promising. They got a lot of young talent. They drafted Obi Toppin. He hasn't really seen the floor that much, but the potential is there. Um, Kevin Knox really hasn't worked out in New York. He's been kind of non-existent. But like I said, these former former Chicago Bull guys, Derrick Rose still has some in the tank. He got 23 and 17 in back-to-back games. So he's gotten 40 points in these last two games. He's coming off the bench. Like He still looks good. I like Alec Burks uh, coming off the bench. He likes a sharpshooter. He just likes to shoot the ball. <laughs> they got talent in New York. They got some talent. So don't take them lightly come playoff time. They could surprise someone. The New York Knicks. Playoffs? Talking about playoffs? (laughs) All right, now switching topics over to the Minnesota Timberwolves. You may be like, why in the world are you going to talk about the Minnesota Timberwolves? They're horrible. They're 16 and 43 on the year. That's what I'm going to talk about them for. No, I'm just kidding. No, the real reason is Carl Anthony Towns. He's a great player. You know, it, his stats are there. He's suffering from loss in his family this past year with COVID and whatnot. The kid has a lot of heart. And has he finally found his running mate in Anthony Edwards? Anthony Edwards, number one pick this year, averaging 18 points a game, 4.4 rebounds, 2.7 assists. Towns is averaging 24.7 points per game, 10.8 rebounds, 4.6 assists on the year. So the duo has been playing pretty well. Anthony Edwards has taken him a little bit to get going. He's always going to be compared to, you know, James Wiseman, the second pick of the draft, went to the Warriors. LaMelo Ball, went, of course, went to the Hornets in number three. and He was having an impressive rookie year until he went out with a wrist injury. So now you were starting to see Anthony Edwards shine a little bit. He had a posterizer dunk earlier on U2 Wananobi. That was a big, <laughs> remember that game earlier in the year. And 
the guy, the guy's got talent, man. When you look at all the, there's been a lot of failed experiments in Minnesota. His team just hasn't won. Some reason, can't put it together. Look at the failed experiments so far. Anthony Wiggins, who they traded Kevin Love for, to Cleveland. In part, that's how Cleveland got their championship. That's how they got their big three with him, with LeBron, Kyrie, and Kevin Love. Well, Andrew Wiggins was a young guy, top pick. This never seemed to put it all together. Failed experiments. That was four-plus years in Minnesota with him and Towns. Never came out to nothing, to anything. You got Zach Levine, another young, promising kid. He's actually flourishing right now for the Chicago Bulls. He's got the outside shot going, the three. Of course, we know he's a high-fire, fantastic finisher at the rim. But he's just doing a lot better in Chicago than he did in Minnesota. Uh, you also have Chris Dunn, Jarrett Culver, who can't seem to get out on the floor. He was a first-round pick a couple years ago. And D'Angelo Russell now has been in and out. The other problem with Minnesota is they have a first-round pick unless it falls out of the top three for this coming draft. So it falls out of the top three and goes to Golden State because that was a part of the D'Angelo Russell trade coming. So we got that problem in Minnesota too. Jared Culver is a very disappointing guy. I thought that pick, 2019 draft, I believe, he would be a lot better and a lot more coming around right now than he has. And also in Minnesota, the failed Jimmy Butler experiment. We don't forget about that. Talk about these other failed experiments. Jimmy Butler was once a Minnesota Timberwolf, and it didn't work. He hated the way they practiced. He got up out of there. He didn't like Carl Anthony Towns. He didn't like the whole crew. They said they were soft. And to an extent, I believe Jimmy Butler. Because I think the Minnesota Timberwolves are soft. Carl Anthony Towns has acted soft on them for. It's getting a lot better this year. But that's how I've always perceived him as a player. He seems to be a little too damn soft. But can this organization and can this team turn it around? They played well the last few games. They beat Portland. They beat Sacramento. They split the series of of the Portland Trailblazers. But it was a great finish. And they were in it in the second game too. So the team has shown a lot more promise lately in the last few games. But what worked? With Anthony Edwards and Carl Anthony Towns, will these two tandem players here work for Minnesota and turn this organization around? I think it can. I really believe it can work. Anthony Edwards is a great, great player. We're going to find out who who is better. LaMelo down the road, Wiseman, who cares? Anthony Edwards is there now, and he's playing lights out. He's get all-around game a little bit better, become a little bit better passer, get some more rebounds. But the guy knows how to finish. He's getting a shot together. This kid has a very promising NBA career. And I think this these two are on so much pressure to turn the Minnesota franchise around because, let's face it, they've been nothing since Kevin Garnett left and went to Boston. Back in the day. That was the guy. So. A lot of pressure on these two to turn around. And I think they can do it. I hope they do it. Two young guys in the league. 
Let's see what happens with these guys and grow together, develop that chemistry on the court, and start balling. I believe it would happen. Oh, man. Speaking of balling, we got to put his name out there one more time. Steph Curry with the shot, boy. Stephen Curry, we praised him in the last episode. We got to praise him again because he did it again. Stephen Curry just dropped 49 more points on the Sixers. Joel Embiid MVP. What? Can we uh, get that off my record now? <laughs> oh, man, I think he's the MVP. But damn, you let Stephen Curry get 49. Now, some of these shots, of course, he's hitting them from the street. He's out in the parking lot making these damn threes. It's crazy. He had another 10. 10 of 17 from three-point land. Like, just stop it already. And a huge win, the Warriors beat the Sixers. They're still holding on to that ninth spot in the West for the playing game. And he comes the first player in NBA history now, age 33 or older, to score 30. In 11 straight games, passing Kobe Bryant. Like, he's playing better in this month of April in these 10 games than he had during his MVP year, 2015-2016. Like, that's how balling he is right now. He's on top of the world. He passed Wilt Chamberlain for most points last week. Like, he's doing all this crazy stuff. In the 10 games now in April, he's averaging 39.9 points per game. Let's just say 40. He is averaging 40. 6.6 rebounds, 4.3 assists. So he now he has 54 three-point makes in his last six games. He's averaging making nine a game. Like, are you kidding me? He's off the play. The Wizards tonight with Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal. So you expect another intense, high-scoring game in this one, and especially for Stephen Curry. I mean, damn. He even had 20 in the fourth quarter against Sixers, by the way. 20 out of his 49 points came in the fourth quarter. So it's not like he was balling up in just the second quarter and third quarter. Only His guy has been clutch. In the fourth. Yes, when he's coming through and being even more dominant. Stop it, man. This ain't fair. This ain't fair the type of streak he is on right now. This is just not fair. <laughs> but do you really want to make the playoffs? I'm going to ask you again, Steph. It's great and all. Getting some, maybe get some MVP votes. But damn, do you want to make the playoffs? Face Utah or Phoenix in the first round? But I enjoy the show. I enjoy the show. And tonight versus Westbrook, man, I could just see this. I'm, I'm going to love this matchup. Him and Russell Westbrook going at it tonight is just going to be more intense because Russell Westbrook's probably going to want to put together a like 40 plus point triple double. Like, I'm not kidding. 42 points, 16 rebounds, 14 assists for Russell Westbrook tonight. Screw it. Yeah, because Steph Curry can't guard him. Maybe making this MVP. We can't play Dion Westbrook on Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal. Oh, man. But personally, it's going to be the Russell Westbrook show. 
He's going to, everybody's been talking about Steph. He's going to be like, what about me? Remember me? What did I say? 42.16 rounds, like 14 assists. I'm doing, I think he's just going to go crazy tonight. It's going to be a great matchup. Steph, would he get 40 more? Can Steph do 40 plus points himself tonight? Over or under? What are the Vegas odds are looking like with that? Over or under 40 plus for Steph Curry, since he's averaging 40 right now. I think he's going to be under. I think he's going to fall a little bit short. <laughs> like the 36, 38. I think he's getting a little shorter than 40 tonight because Russell Westbrook's going to go in there and, and go crazy. That's my prediction. <laughs> and that's our last topic of the day. I want to thank you all for joining me here on Sports Talk from the Crib with your favorite sports host, Tanner Christian. Remember to check out the website there at feeleheatent.com. That is feeleheatent.com for your latest sport articles, Podcast, you can stream there as well and check out the merch store and follow us on social media at Feel the Heat ENT on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Feel the Heat Entertainment, FTHE Gaming is also going to debut. So it's be on the lookout for that MLB 21 The Show, Xbox Series X gameplay. It's a new thing we got, FTHE Show. Sports talk from the crib. You know we got the FTHE gaming. So stay tuned. Be on the lookout for it. Thank you for joining me here. Again, next week we're doing NFL draft specials. So stay tuned. And I'll see you then. Peace out. <laughs>